Sometimes life can feel like one big project, constantly trying to put the pieces together. What if I told you it's okay to be a mess? Life is a journey and we must transform ourselves into who we want to become. We start by knowing who we are and with the relentless pursuits of our passion and purpose. How did I do it? With a lot of help from my friends. And we'll talk about all of that right here on The Beautiful Butterfly Project. In life, we suffer from the comparison syndrome where we look at our journey and we compare it to others. And we often think that ours is the wrong path because it doesn't look like someone else's. We're all familiar with the Robert Frost poem, The Road Not Taken, where two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. I shall be telling this with an eye. Somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the one less traveled by. And on our journey, as we see in this poem, the traveler took the road that was grassy, that was grown up, because he perhaps wanted to do something different. We need to surrender our path forget about time or speed, and most importantly, walk in joy. Roxana Jones said this. And today on The Beautiful Butterfly Project, we will talk with Coach Jacole Todd, and she will tell us about how her journey didn't start or end the way that she envisioned and how she learned just to go with the spirit that spoke with her, and she was all the better for it today here on The Beautiful Butterfly Project. Coach Jacole Todd is an author, life coach, and speaker with a passion for helping people live out their purpose and seeing more healthy families in the community. She is the founder and president of Season of Preparation, which is a program that provides education and resources to help others form healthier relationships and marriages. She is a certified human resources professional and a career coach. As founder and president of Season of Preparation, Jacole has her bachelor's degree in psychology from Georgia Southern University and her master's degree in human resources management from Choice State University. And in 2017, she wrote a book called the season of preparation, in which she talks about the preparation of self for impending marriages and coaches singles and those individuals who want to have more fruitful relationships. And I'm so honored to have here, her here today on the Beautiful Butterfly Project. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Project, Coach Nicole. How are you today? I am doing great. How are you today, Miss Nicole? I am well. I am well. Uh, We are finally on. I know we had some technical things going on a little bit earlier, Um, but that's all great because that just means we're just going to have an amazing conversation. Yes, I completely agree with you on that. So I'm excited to be on with you this afternoon. 
And what I wanted to let um, our listeners know, which I dubbed the Butterfly Nation, is that I do know you personally, and um, we do go to the same church, and I'm just really excited to have you on today. And, and one of the things that we talk about here on the Beautiful Butterfly Project are our journeys. And on our journeys, we all take a different path. And I know I just read that bio, but why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself? I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, great, great. So um, just as um, Ms. Nicole gave me a wonderful um, introduction through my bio, um, I am pretty much, I what my focus is, is purpose. Um, I am passionate about purpose. I'm, I'm passionate about people. Um, and, I'm, and I also understand the process of preparation. Uh, one of the, the things that I have seen in my professional life, in my personal life, and even in my you know Christian walk is the process of preparation. And so with my brain and just kind of how I think about things, Nicole, is I think like a trainer. Um, I want people to get to get it. Uh, One of the things that makes my eyes light up that just really like gets me going is when I see someone get to a place that they've been trying to get to or someone get a piece of information that now they can actually apply and it's no longer just information. And I believe that all of these different steps, all of this information, whatever it is that people are acquiring is are all a part and even experiences are all a part of that person's purpose and what they're here to do. And um, and so that's kind of what I focus on, like I share professionally, personally, and, and even with my walk um, with Christ. One thing that I like that, you said, that, I like that you said was to get was to get to it. Get to get it. And talking and about purpose. Talking about purpose. And we all have, we that, all one have that one defining moment. Defining moment. That makes us who us are. That makes us who us are. Um, Um, And and when we we find out exactly who we are, are, that's when we can move through our life life and act on that purpose. purpose. So for you, Coach Jacole, Jacole, what was that one defining moment moment in your life? In your life. If I were to... What I'll do is I'll go to about four years ago. I won't say that that was the defining moment, but it was a defining moment um, in my life. Um, Prior to then, I had been working um, in human resources, working in a a company, the company that I was working for, commercial real estate company, um, in their human resources department, had been there for almost 10 years. And uh, and I got a notification. This this was the beginning of um, 2016 that my job was getting ready to be downsized. And and what had been going on? This was like in February 2016. And what was going on in January of 2016 is I knew something was getting ready to happen. I didn't know what it was, but I knew something was coming. Um, I was in a place where I can't say that I was discontent because I wasn't discontent. I just knew that there were things that I needed to be doing that I weren't, that I wasn't doing. 
And I didn't really know how to begin to start doing those things. Um, how I defined my life up until that point is I was working, I say I was working in full-time ministry or ministry kind of on a part-time basis, which was right. free work. Right. <laughs> but then I also had my full-time job. And so I was very, very busy, um, had a lot of things going on. And I enjoyed, you know, every single thing that I was doing. So I got the info about, hey, you know, your job is getting ready to get downsized. You know, my company, you know, was like, hey, but we need you to stay, you know, to work through the process because I was the HR department. And so they were downsizing the HR department. And God told me or the Holy Spirit gave me an impression at that time, at that moment. And it was your not to go and get the next biggest and baddest HR job. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I'm looking at him like, but I got these certifications, you know, I'm doing these things. But then I also remembered at that time that I also had a ministry inside of me that even though I was doing ministry with my church and, and in some different capacities as well, because I was also doing some things in some other organization, another organization at the time, um, I still wasn't doing um, a part of my ministry that I knew God had called me to. And then wow. there were some other things that he, you know, had been stirring up in me as well. And so that was a defining moment because at that moment, I knew you cannot continue with business as usual. Mm -hmm. And even though you're getting ready to start meeting with an outplacement person because <laughs> your company is paying for this. Right. <laughs> you're not going to be able to do the things that she's getting. The person is because I knew I knew the outplacement person that she's getting ready to start, to, you know, trying to get you to do basically with your career, which was the next logical step in my human resources career. And so at that point. That was kind of a, you know, I guess when you were kind of standing in place and you see the world kind of moving around you, but you know, you can't do the next logical thing. You said so much. You said so much. And everything that you and were just talking about, Justin. <laughs> but it's so, it's so important because important people really need to hear that. Because you said two very important two things very that pointed out, out to me. The first thing was... The first thing was is that you didn't know, how, you to didn't start. know how to start. And because, and because you, you have been told not, to, been take told not to take the next logical step, logical step you needed to you figure needed out to figure what, out was, what step was the step that you needed, that to take. you needed to take. And so exactly how did you go about that? Because I know I have some listeners out there that are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can have a logical step, but I'm being led in a different way. And I exactly don't know how to go about that. So how did you go about figuring that out, Nicole? Okay, so um, Nicole, I would love to tell you that, hey, everything went smoothly and I got just a clear, clear understanding and direction <laughs> on what to do next. But I don't have that to say. <laughs> I began a journey at that point. Wow. And um, a, a part of my journey, as we spoke about in my bio, um, I finished a book, my book, my first book that I had been collecting messages for since 2011. And so that was five years prior. <laughs> I had been wow. collecting messages for this book. And 
even though I had all of these messages, I had not organized the content to publish the book, but I had it. Um, and so in saying those things to say that I knew that prior to then I didn't have time because I was wearing all these different hats and doing all these different things. So I published my book. That was a you know, season of preparation. Welcome to season of preparation. And that was a wonderful experience for me. I also, um, I started working uh, with the ministry, started doing some consulting work with the ministry. Um, and I also got certified as a life coach and, um, and began to do, I got certified, I think, to uh, certified at that time. And this was in 2016 to do some training for another community organization that does like relationship education. So I was kind of getting some different things and doing some different things. And, and so I was moving. And so I was moving. And so, but in me moving, I was doing a lot of stuff. But guess what was not happening for me? <laughs> and what was that? Because I'm curious to know exactly what I that one not, thing was. <laughs> I was not making a lot of money. Yeah. And yeah. so that was the thing. It's like I was moving forward. I was living my purpose. I'm doing all these different things. I'm all over social media, going to all these events and doing all these different things. But I'm like, yeah, this is fun and exciting and it's cool, but I'm not making money. Right. And so my income was not sustaining me. I was, you know, kind of live, started to, to live off of some savings, some different kinds of things like that. Um, and so I was, you know, had started working part time at the, at the church that I was doing the uh, kind of a part of temporary assignment there at the church I was doing some consulting with. And then that kind of led me into the next year and and. And then I, you know, did some contract human resources, worked with some different, you know, with a, a thing over the last two years, like two different organizations, some great, you know, opportunities, some great contracts. But I still had this, um, this place on the inside of me that I, that the Lord, you know, that the, the God, had, you know, shared with me in 2016, don't go, you're not to go to the next biggest and baddest HR job with a company. You're not to be someone's HR leader. Because so, still, so still, even in this particular part of your journey that you were on, you still didn't exactly know um, how the path was going to lead. You still didn't know um, exactly how you were going to sustain yourself financially, because that's an important part. Even if we're on a journey, we still need to know how we're going to basically survive for our basic needs. But yet and still, you went back to 2016 and how you were being guided and you kept on that journey, putting one foot in front of another and like you said, you weren't supposed to be the biggest and baddest HR person. This is the path that you were supposed to be on. And so in, on that guided journey and making these different steps, ultimately, exactly, where did you land and how did you start meshing your journey also with your self-sustenance? How did that happen? 
And so what that is, what that looks like right now, and I and I will say that I'm still kind of, you know, in the midst of, of, of quite a bit of it. Things are, you know, a little bit more settled, but I'm still in the midst of quite a bit of it. But one of the things that I um, was able to start doing when I came out of full time, um, you know, working for HR, working in HR for a company and started doing some entrepreneurial things and building my businesses because I will say building. Because when you start a business, the thing that I think <laughs> may get left off of the instructions is, or left out of the instructions is, you have to build a business. And building a business, you wear so many different hats. And there are so many different parts to that. And it's not always you press the button and everything just goes. Um, so that has been a process. So I've been building my businesses and building my ministries. But one of the things that... Um, that has come together more is um, I got a vision and this was, um, or the, I would say God gave to me um, about 16 years ago. It's actually almost 16 years ago to date next month for a, um, a business that is also a ministry. And that's when I put in the bio, um, Engage Believers. And so Engage Believers is my business slash ministry. And what that is, is HR consulting for churches and ministries. Oh wow! And what I began to do over this period of time, because like I said, I've had this vision to do this business and I've been doing different parts of it along the way. The pre- that's the preparation because you have to be prepared right. to go into your vision, to go into even sometimes the fullness of where you're called to. Yes. And so yeah. this is culminating both my professional experiences as well as some of my ministry experiences that have equipped me to do this level of consulting. Right. Because of the ministry. Yes, absolutely. You know what? Uh, that's one thing that I didn't know. And so I am enlightened <laughs> with that because what you said about you wear so many hats in a business is like you don't understand um, exactly what it takes because I know the book of life, you know, it talks about um, who sets out to build a building or who sets out to build something that doesn't count the cost associated with it. And there are many costs associated with um, building a business, um, walking our our um, path on this journey about finding our purpose. And it sounds as if you stay true to um, the uh, vision that you are given with your professional, um, you know, certifications and your education and you found a way to merge the two. And so um, with that defining moment, that defining event with the path that you are given, um, what is the one thing um, through that personal experience that is something that gave you a confidence statement, a quote, a mantra, or a life affirmation? Um, what did that journey give you? Um, that journey, Nicole, has given me, um, it's given me fulfillment. Um, they're like the things that I'm passionate about. Like I shared, I'm passionate about people and I want to see people in their purpose. Um, and that's, you know, more from an individual perspective. But then I also believe, you know, in the the, the church. Um, I believe in the skills that God, that, that, he's, that God has given to me 
that I can use the training and the skills that he's given me to help um, to help the the mission of the church. And that's more from an organizational perspective, Um, because, you know, each organization, they have leaders and they have structure and they have um, um, different systems that make them work. Mm-hmm. And so as a human resources professional, I look at systems, I look at organization, I look at structure, I look at consistency, um, and I look at training. Those are like things that I look at. That's kind of how my brain works. <laughs> and so those things and being able to do those things are the are, are what I'm passionate about. And so that's what I have gotten from it. And I forgot to mention is one other thing, another training certification I'm still in the process of getting is um, there's this program through Gallup called StrengthsFinder. And I absolutely love StrengthsFinder through Gallup. But to make a, um, but to speak to that, um, StrengthsFinder focuses on strengths. It's, it's a tool. It's a tool that's used to help with development and it focuses on people's strengths. And so in my training with that program, what it essentially for me, what it does when you're operating in your sweet spot, in your sweet spot, everybody has their sweet spot. You can accomplish so much when you're operating your sweet spot, when you're in a place of fulfillment. And that is what I, you know, the, my journey and what I want to embody is being in that place of strength, that place of, of my sweet spot to really fully live out what it is that I was put here to do. And um, and so that's what I believe that I have gained and I'm still in the process of gaining more of is that fulfillment, really being in my place of strength, really doing and being that person who I was put here to be personally in my family, relationally, professionally, in the community, with the, the church, just being able to be that person and show up in all those different areas and be that person, that is what my journey has led me to. And that's so important that we operate in our sweet spot, that we operate in our purpose. And when we do that, then we are really um, fulfilling um, the reason why we were created. And I love the fact how you believe in the church as an organization and how it works and you're using your gifts and your strengths, because we all have strengths to help that foundation becomes stronger so it can grow and in turn serve others within the community. And um, that's what you do with the season of preparation. And when you're talking with young singles and and about that preparation and moving forward in the journey to finding your mate. So talk to the audience a little bit about um, the reason behind the season of preparation. And so the season of preparation, season of preparation, um, that was like my very first um, program or organizational initiative outside of, you know, the things that I was doing. And um, and I was in, in my passion or, or a part of my passion with being passion, passionate about people is seeing healthier relationships and looking at our families, you know, kind of across the board, you know, racially and and economically different dynamics of our families, um, what I was seeing that was a need 
is helping or creating an environment or creating a space where people can come to to learn more about having healthy relationships and what that looks like. And so in me, you know, wanting to help people prepare for marriage, prepare for healthy relationships, prepare for purpose or living purpose, um, all of those things kind of kind of work together because I don't necessarily believe in, you know, hey, you just need to be trying to get married all the time. No, you need to be living your purpose. <laughs> and in you living exactly your purpose, right. <laughs> if a part of your purpose is to be is to have a healthy relationship, to be married, that's fine and wonderful. Um, you need to prepare in that space too. And you gotta invest in that. You have to invest. And the biggest part of that investment is investing in yourself and making sure that you're you're going to be the person who you need to be when you show up to that mate to go into that healthy relationship because you pray you play a, a very big role in that. And so over the years, I've had wonderful people to partner with me, you know, married people bringing their experiences to the table, you know, people and, you know, divorced people, people bringing different experiences to the table in order to provide an education um, um, and awareness of debunking myths (laughs) about marriage and relationships so that we can get down to the core of what we really need to be doing to be prepared for where we want to go. And so I feel like, you know, the are just are basically the preparation principles that are in the book, but also preparation principles that have been a part of some of the other ways that we've um, done some of the things in season of preparation have been principles that can be applied across the board in different areas of your life, whether it's your purpose, your career, your different types of relationships. Because some things are just kind of across the board when it comes to relationships in general. You know, so um, so it's kind of just been a a place where this information has been distributed and people, like I said, many people have partnered with me in order to create that space. And that's so amazing um, to hear you, uh, you know, talk about and about the season of preparation to create that safe space for individuals to, you know, come and explore, you know, first of all, discovering what their purpose is and then foundationally uh, being able to uh, build better and stronger relationships because I also have a passion about that, especially when it comes to relationships between um, not only our mates, but we as women and making those foundationally strong. It sounds like that you have an amazing um, story, an amazing journey. And I know that it's that it's just a pleasure for me to know you as an individual because I know that you are just dynamic and that you have a heart for people and that you have a heart for, um, you know, not only people, but God's people. So I certainly appreciate that. And so um, what advice or one word of advice that you would give others um, to go about living a life more triumphantly? Triumphantly. And so one, I guess a few things, I, I have a couple of things that I can, that I would speak to. Um, and one of those things is don't compare yourself with other people. Uh, so you want to do this or to set goals or different things like that. 
but never, at least I would advise, do not compare your yourself, your journey to other people's journeys because you weren't created to be a carbon copy of them. You were created to be who you are. And so that's one thing is not comparing. Um, the next thing is to seek to be consistent. And when I'm speaking of consistency, mm-hmm. that's a part of your identity. Um, you can't um, flow with every trend that you see in social media, that you see on television, that you see all around, regardless of what you know your sphere of influence is. That's but right. Seek that's to right. seek to find your consistency, your identity um, of who you are. Because you are good enough. You absolutely are good enough. And so whatever those things are that are your things, seek to be consistent with them. Seek to grow in your craft, whatever that is. And um, and, and, in doing that, allow yourself to, to become, even in that process, don't be so hard on yourself. But allow yourself, give yourself time to become, you know, who you are. Um, one of the things I had put in, put in the Bible, one of the, 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 the group of people, <laughs> I would say that, um, that I also know that I'm called to is millennial, the millennial generation and kind of leaning to the, the Gen Z's now, because I kind of look at it from just kind of a young adult place, not necessarily the generations by name, but the young adult space. And I know and I remember myself being a young adult, you're trying to get somewhere so quickly. And when you try to get places too quickly, you're missing lessons, you're missing opportunities, but you're also putting a lot of pressure on yourself and you're making decisions that you may not necessarily think were good decisions when you get into your 30s and your 40s and when you look at your reasons for making those decisions. And mind you, I'm not talking about what to eat for dinner tonight. <laughs> right, right. I'm talking about decisions like who your mate should be, what career you should choose, you know, what people you need to really be in, um, even in business with, business partnerships, your faith um, um, decisions about your faith and how you're going to pursue your faith, you know, whatever your faith, you know, whatever your, your decisions are, you need to put some some time into those kinds of decisions. And you may even need to get some guidance and some wisdom in this stuff. Don't let your, your, your appetite uh-huh. make you, cause you to make decisions that you're going to have to spend a whole bunch of years trying to undo. Well, that's loaded right there. That's loaded right there. <laughs> That is something. That is that is that is a tweet. That is a hashtag. hashtag. That is everything. That is everything. (laughs) (laughs) So So, these are some questions questions that I ask everyone everyone here on the Butterfly Butterfly Project. Project. Are you ready? Are you ready? And so if your personality were a color, what color would that be, Coach Jacole? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, so, I was going to say the phone went out, the recording went out just a little. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, oh, sorry, I'm, about I'm sorry about that. So there are some questions, so some questions that, that I ask everyone I ask here. Everyone here of my object. Of my object. And so if your personality were a color, what color would that be? I would say my color is, I would say my color is yellow. And why yellow? Um, because yellow to me, like I like, um, but, um, <laughs> when I'm an encourager, Nicole, and I just am always trying to figure out how to encourage. Mm-hmm. So I'm always, that. that's kind of my pursuit. <laughs> I'm always trying to figure that out. I love it. I love it. Love it. What's your favorite What's word? Your favorite word. My favorite word. Yes, word. Yes, word. Hmm. I've never been asked that before. Um, I would say my favorite word is growth. One of my favorite oh. words is growth. I love it. I love it. And if you had, if you had one day, one day left here on left earth. Here on earth what would you spend it doing? I would get, oh my gosh, this almost bringing me to tears. Mm. I would get around my family. I would, you know, my immediate family. You know, those people who I love, the ones who I know love me. And, and, and some close friends, I would pull, I would pull those people in. And what I would want to do is to let them all know how they've impacted my life. Wow, that's um, that's saying something right there, because I think all of us really ultimately want to feel that we've made an impact um, in one another's life. And so to hear that, that um, makes my heart happy today. And so, Coach Jacole, will you tell the Butterfly Nation on how they can find out more information about you? What's your contact? Well, my um, contact is, um, you can always email me at Jacole at CoachJacole.com. Um, you can also find me on social media. My uh, my social media, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook, but it's at Coach Jacole on Instagram and on um, Facebook. I think it's just at, um, at Coach Jacole. Um, those are ways that you can get in contact with me. So if you reach out to me via email, I'll definitely reply. If you connect with me on social media, send me a message on social media. I'll also um, connect with you that way. And are there any last words that you would like to leave for the Butterfly Nation as we conclude? Um, I would just say to the Butterfly Nation is to um, just kind of as your 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 mission, you know, part of your mission is is just that whole, you know, Butterfly Nation thing just for people to to listen and to learn and to absorb the the people that you're bringing to absorb the 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 opportunities that they have to connect with the butterfly project the butterfly nation and to not just to hear it but to do it to be passionate about their pursuit of their purpose 
And with those words from Coach Jacole, there is nothing else left to be said except it's okay to be a mess, but it's not okay to stay a mess. And as Coach Jacole said, be consistent, stay and speak your truth. But most of all, don't make decisions that you'll spend a lifetime undoing. And it was an amazing conversation today on the Beautiful Butterfly Project. And we'll see you next time where we talk all things about the passionate, relentless pursuits of your passions. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you found it to be insightful, but most of all, inspiring. If you are interested in being a guest or learning more, please visit our Facebook page at the Beautiful Butterfly Project Podcast or email thebeautifulbutterflyproject at innovativebutterfly.com. See you again soon as we take this amazing journey together on the Beautiful Butterfly Project.